0: You've just opened the soup can. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the many flavors we offer as we ask Soup No-O. Hello and welcome to the soup can where we ask Soup No-O. Today, doing something a little different. This is the first time I've had a live guest in studio. And today we're going to be asking Soup No-O with my dad, Joseph Rapari Senior me. Uh, go ahead, introduce yourself, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Um Billy's
1: dad. My name's Joe Rapari, and um, I'm a retired person, so I don't have to work anymore. And, Must be uh, nice. I, I have, I have
0: uh, 20 more years of that. Yep.
1: Yeah, I uh, I can do whatever I want, and I have money come to my account every, every month, and um, I uh, make a pretty decent living being retired, so I can pretty much do whatever I want whenever I want.
0: And you're retired from what profession?
1: And I was a certified manufacturing engineering specialist, and most of my career was spent at Chrysler, and where I worked on pretty much all the Chrysler vehicles, as far as rear end and um, axles and that type of thing.
0: And so you worked most of that in the rear axles. I didn't, or was, was it, it all the axles?
1: Yeah, all the front and all the rear. And all the big sellers, all the Dodge Rams, Jeep Cherokees. And See, that's that.
0: something I didn't even know. I just knew you were an engineer and worked for Chrysler. After Chrysler, where did you transition to? I know you had, being my dad, I know you had a, a slew of jobs well, afterwards.
1: We, let's go back at Chrysler. They used to call me the, um, what? Did the, now I'm now I'm forgetting what the name They used to call me the, oh yeah, they used to call me the high-priced, they used to call me the high-priced engineer. <laughs> And they didn't call me that because how much money I made, although I made very, very, very good money. They called me that is because I saved them millions of dollars. Whenever they'd had a big, big problem to solve and things weren't going right, they'd call me. Okay. So I got the nickname of the high-priced engineer, which was cool because um, yeah, a lot of times problems were kind of like really hard. But we kind of worked through them and figured it all out and... So I kind of got that nickname, and then you know after that I did retire from, I did retire from Chrysler early, because I wanted to write a book which I did, Stormganger, yeah, and it's not it. it's not available on Amazon anymore because my contract was up with them so it's just available. Okay. It's called Stormganger and you can maybe put a link or something or whatever you want to do with that but that's my
0: book. And if you allow me, I'll I'll plug your book. I'll put the link on the. My YouTube channel and I had forgotten all
1: about the that we could plug the book or whatever but whatever it's there and um, so I wrote the book and then I went back to work for a few years and then I officially retired and um, I did the same thing I was an engineer but I I went back to work after I wrote the book for a few years and then that was it and I'm done and now I've been retired for what four years now or so or whatever it is. And um, that's where I'm at now. And, um, do you
0: ever miss the the hustle and bustle? As aware of the no. work life, I know you work. I'm not a- one
1: of those guys, man. I had my retirement all planned out. Okay. Um,
0: yeah. They say, oh,
1: you won't, you won't know what you're gonna do. You'll be bored. No, I'm okay. not bored at all. I kind of miss the uh, kind of I don't miss the I don't miss the work so much as I miss being around the people and uh, all the people that I got to know and. Because uh, when you're at work when you work at a huge facility you get to know a lot of people and stuff
0: yeah and I, I have some experience working up at the, the Chrysler Tech Center where you uh, work for a short amount of time and I stay in contact with some of the people that yeah I worked with I was nowhere near the capacity uh, you were as I was just in finished vehicles and we just shipped the vehicles but yeah keeping in touch with the people that you make in those lasting relationships. Yeah,
1: that's what I kind of miss. And I still keep in touch with quite a few guys. We email each other and text. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I did transfer to the tech center up there in Auburn Hills. Um, I transferred up there. And I was there for a year and a half, I think. And then I found that that working out of corporate was a little bit too slow for me. I mean, it was, uh, they'd give me things to do, and I'd get it done really fast, and then I'd have nothing to do. So I used to walk around the huge complex all day long. And
0: it's so you... He- never get bored so
1: away. um I uh, transferred back to my where I started and, and that was that, Detroit axle, right? yeah that was uh, the axle plant in Detroit and yeah that's where I went back there and
0: okay so let's uh, go back to retirement life you've been retired for four year about four years you yeah say?
1: going on five years I think now so yeah,
0: what, so sorry to interrupt. what what keeps you busy now that that you're retired I know you're a very active individual, but you did touch on, on that You wrote a book. Is writing something you want to get back into? Before. Yeah,
1: I have a sequel to the book, you know, um, but it's hard to get if you're not if you're not well known or you're not a public figure or you're not a celebrity or an athlete. You can't get a book published nowadays. You got to have you got to have money to do it yourself because they're not going to publish it. And if you publish it yourself, and you get a lot of readership, then a publisher might look at you. But if you don't get a lot of readers to read your book. Uh, no one will publish you. Publishing is going pretty much the way of uh, everything else that's in hard copy.
0: Is it something but, you'd consider to do just as a as a hobby? Like, yeah,
1: I do. I do. Um, I like, like I said, I got a sequel to the first book. I, I just you know I write a, on it a little bit each time, but it's, I can't really because I know it's not going to go anywhere, but it is, I do like writing. keeps my mind sharp. No, and, uh, you know, nice. whatever. It's kind of a good, it's kind of a, there's a lot of good characters in the book, and I like to, I'd like to keep talking about them, you know, writing it down, writing my thoughts down and things like that. And but, yeah, I, that's only, like, one of the things I do, and I kind of like to, I dabble at writing a little bit, but I mostly
0: like to relax. Now, as part of your relaxing um, one of the main reasons I, I asked you to come on the show is, is part of your relaxing, staying in shape, and being active in that sense. Because I know physical activity can keep your mind sharp as well as the body sharp too.
1: Yeah, and that's what pretty much all I do. Um, when I'm training for the Senior Olympics, um, that's pretty much all I do. I train three, four hours a day, and then I eat, and then I sleep but when I'm like right now is kind of the off season for track and field. Um, I guess maybe we'll get into what I run and what I do and everything. But for right now, it's kind of the off season. I um, this has been a kind of a weird year because of COVID, because of the Rona, right. and uh, so a lot of the meets were canceled. Um, I trained really hard for this year, and I was in really good shape, but they canceled. Basically, all the meets I was going to run in got canceled. Um, I had some national meets I was going to run in, but they got canceled. Um, I was going to go to Wisconsin. That got canceled. I was going to run. There have been a. There was a couple meets here in Michigan I was going to run in, Boston. <laughs> they all got canceled. The only place that I think is going to have a meet is Florida, and that's going to be sometime in November, I think. But I am... Um, I think i'm gonna I think I'm gonna hold off i'm not going to not gonna go so I'm kinda in a lull right now just taking a few weeks off not off but I'm not training I'm just working out now with,
0: with the these meets that you were mentally prepared for and, and ready to compete in how does that what does that do to you mentally does that deter you from continuing on or does that make you wanna push harder for the next one that you're gonna go no it's just in?
1: kinda it's kind of uh what's frustrating because you know you you train um at that level i know i don't want to i don't want to kind of talk about myself like that but you know when you're training at that level that top level like that which you know you're in the top half a percentile of people that can even do that kind of stuff right so when you're training at such a high level to compete at such a high level because I got to say if you don't train hard and you don't train at that level if you compete you're gonna you're gonna look like a fool so you have to train hard so when you train hard you want to compete hard and when you can't compete it's kind of frustrating um, hasn't deterred me at all it's just you know I'm I'm taking a little more time with some easy training now than I normally would um, so that's about the only thing um, the meat the big national meet next year is so far it's on. They haven't canceled that okay. one, so that's going to be in the late summer of next year. Hopefully there'll be three or four meets before that that I can compete in that don't get canceled. So okay. we'll see. But again, I'll start my. I'm gonna start my training again probably. I don't know in another couple weeks I'll start training again. Um, but I won't. It's like a process. Right. You have to you start out you start out a little bit slow, then you start out a little bit more heavy and then you kind of try to transition into when you start competing so that you're at your peak when you compete. but um, from now until I get to my peak, that's a long road so right now I'm just gonna take a deep breath and relax and uh, hopefully next year will be better and we'll um, I'll uh, yeah be better as far as all the meats go. I was really anxious to compete this year because I was running some pretty good times in practice and, um, but anyway, yeah, that's all water under the bridge. And, uh, yeah. So when I'm not training, which is, uh, like kind of like sort of like this kind of time of year, I just work out. I just, um, you know, kind of exercise, work out. I stay in shape. I watch what I eat. I, when I'm training, I have, of course, I have a training diet that I'm on and, Things like that. But right now, it's kind of like I eat anything I want, really. It's kind of getting, kind of put on a few pounds, but that's okay. Yeah, you're, um, you're
0: you're prepping for the winter weight. Damn yeah, trip. Prepping for the winter now, weight. I'm gonna uh, interrupt you real quick, um, and throw this out there now to tell the people what you're training for. What what you do? You, he, he's a runner. He's a he's a sprinter. Um, but growing up, uh, I knew him as a distance runner because uh, he wasn't eligible for the Senior Olympics, and we'll, we'll touch base on that in a few minutes. Um, I, I remember going um, when I started junior high, and I was eligible to run for, for track in, in, in junior high or middle school or whatever. Going on my first run with, with, with my dad, we ran. It just, just a, I could only make it like a half mile, not even a mile, and I told him I, I got to turn back. I'm tired, so I, I walked back, and you kept going. Um, we would go watch him in, in a run that he got me, and uh, my younger brother uh, running the the Roseville Big Bird run. Uh, we'd go watch him and cheer him on at the finish line, and now it's their reverse. He comes and cheers me on as it's a run that I've been running, um, which I'm hoping they still do this year to keep my streak alive. This would be my 23rd year. Yeah, that would be good.
1: I don't know. I don't see why they wouldn't have it. I mean, it's uh, outside. and
0: um, When did the... Uh, when did you decide to switch from distance to sprinting? Or have you always been a sprinter and just didn't have anything to do? Yeah. I just kept running distance?
1: Sprinting's always been my passion, and um, I've always sprinted. I've always been fast. And even when I did the distance, I never really ran really long distances. 10K was as far as I would, that's the longest I would go. And I had some pretty good times in the 10K yeah, and that was I really,
0: haven't ran his fastest time, and I've been running for God knows how long and that's I
1: do. that's because of you know my because of all the speed work that i that I do and everything. so
0: and I, I try to incorporate some of that into my training is you so taught the me reason do. so the reason
1: I don't run the distance anymore is because running distance is counterproductive counterproductive to sprinting. Um, you're using totally different muscles. You don't use any fast twitch muscles when you're running distance. Um, And if you run too much distance while you're training for sprinting, your fast twitch muscles get I I call it like they get confused. So your fast twitch muscles aren't at their top performance or at their peak. So you you still need a good aerobic base, but you try to stay away from any kind of long distance for a long time. Um, So you're mostly doing basically you're just doing speed work basically. You're doing sprint drills, speed work, and uh, things like that. But I, I used to love running those those races and because I could always, at the end, I would always sprint, like the last 200 meters, I would sprint as fast as I could, and I would always pass 20, 30, 40 people at the end because I would just be <laughs> sprinting by them at that the end. It was
0: always fun watching watching you finish at the Big Bird Run because, you know, we were kids when you were yeah. running that. And the other ones, we, we I've seen pictures, obviously, and heard the stories of you running the different races, you go to Chicago, runs the 10Ks and Jingle Bell runs and stuff like that. But we couldn't travel with you to cheer you on. But, so it was kind of yeah. cool in November every year going to see. Go, Dad, go. You know, and as then, he's coming down that final stretch.
1: Yeah, and then the reason, um, back in the day when you know I was running distance, I couldn't really train for sprinting as much as I am now because I, you guys were all growing up and I was working a lot and um, I was raising a family, and um, so I really didn't have the time or the facilities to train for the sprinting back then. So the distance was easier to, uh, excuse me, was easier to train for because you could just go out and just run. Yeah. But when you're training for the sprints, you that's not what you do. Your training is very specific, very regimented, very drill specific very um kind of like very um what's the word um the type of runs you do are very specific um you're not doing and like I said you're not doing any distance or anything like that shit the longest you might run is a mile I mean that's just because you know like maybe yeah, one day so maybe one day you want to take a day off from sprinting so you run uh you go out and you run an easy you know 15 minutes or whatever you might run i don't know you might run three miles or two miles in 15 minutes i don't know well i do some, that now if I, yeah that's just nice slow runs, man there's yeah wrong with that. and there's just you know but you you know you're only doing that intermittently so yeah so, so that's probably the main reason i didn't sprint back then um blame the kids yeah blame the kids blame the kids Great. and um <laughs> you know and, I, and and then I was trying to uh, better my times in the middle distance, which I was, you know, I used to run pretty decent times. And um, my goal was always to beat the first female. To beat the, <laughs> to beat the first female runner, because you never knew who that was going to be. It could have been some college girl that was really good. So my goal was always to try to beat the first woman, and I usually did always beat the first woman. So I was running decent times, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, that's why I don't... Um, that's why I didn't run sprints back then too much, and um, that's why I kind of more concentrated on running in the road races and stuff back then. I don't know how many I ran, and I probably I ran in 1,000 thousand of them, I think. I ran used to run in 3, 4, 5 a year, whatever, for and I don't know how many that years. Before
0: they gave away medals, you can see all the yeah. participation medals I have hanging yeah. there. Yeah, they never.
1: Yeah, I don't. I did. I just ran it because it was fun.
0: But uh, before we uh, before we move on and get to something more fun, which is the Senior Olympics, I have some bills to pay for all these fancy (laughs) facilities here. Cool. Um, This episode is actually being brought to us by Sprinkled Confections. If you have a wedding, a birthday, a retirement party coming up, or you're just looking for a delicious sweet treat, look no further than Sprinkled Confections to handle all your cake and cupcake needs. Contact Katherine Williams. You can contact her at Facebook at Confections or on the Instagram at sprinkled.confections. Sprinkled Confections, delivering delicious sweet treats for all your party needs or for your sweet tooth. Now that we paid the bills, uh, let's talk about uh, your senior Olympics and um, when you first started that and um, started competing. But can you explain to everybody... <gasps> What you need to, or how old you need to be, to be eligible to compete, and what the Senior Olympics, uh, what those events have, and then we'll talk about what you compete in and how you train for those. Okay, we'll go. We'll start from the very, very beginning. When I was working at
1: Chrysler, we used to compete in the um, uh, the um, the Chrysler Olympics, or they'd call it the corporate Olympics. The corporate Olympics, was. yeah, and we used yep. to run against Ford and GM and some of the other big companies that weren't automotive companies but we're automotive suppliers and stuff and um, so that's what got me that's what got me back into sprinting was okay. um was the uh, corporate olympics and uh so i we did uh we used to always we used to win the relay all the time against ford and gm and those guys um we used to always win the uh four by 100 relay so that was fun and you know the we there was mixed teams We had girls on there too so that was cool and uh, so that's what got me back into sprinting and then um. Going from there, uh, you can't compete in the Senior Olympics till you're
0: 50. So, um, and according to my notes, 2005. You first competed in 2005. Yeah, 2005
1: was when I turned 50. So 2005. Yeah, I'm old. So that's get just the how it goes. Outer. My, yeah. my c- computer, calculator, calculator, math. Math. get the quantum <laughs> computer out to do the math. Yeah. So I.
0: Started in 2005, and um, now you're not competing against, like, 60, 70-year-olds. They break it down by age group just like they do yeah, with a lot of I'll, the races yeah. that I would... We'll get, run. Yeah, we'll
1: get into it. So okay. 2005 uh, was my first year. Um, yeah, and um, I competed in the 50 to 54-year-old age group, and that's usually where... That age group there is usually where all the really, really, really good guys compete you got ex-Olympians and ex-NFL players. And, no kidding. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So that's, that's what happens. And um, so 2005 was my first year. Um, I was uh, ready to compete in those Olympics. I had trained for quite a while, running in the Corporate Olympics and training and up to the Olympics that were going. They were going to be held in Pittsburgh that year. And so, mm, probably three weeks before I was getting ready to fly to Pittsburgh, you know what happened then.
0: It was your hamstrings, wasn't it? Think. Your uncle died. Oh, yeah. My brother passed away. Oh,
1: that's that's right. Unexpectedly.
0: Wow, that long ago already?
1: Yeah, and um, so, it was either, you know, go to the funeral or go running so I went obviously for personal reasons I I bowed out but there there was right but there was another meet in Boston later that year that I ran in and um I didn't make the finals the I didn't make the finals of the 60 meter dash and I finished ninth and um but that's
0: out of that's on the national stage, though, right? The one oh, in yeah, that's national.
1: It was the national sure. indoor championships in Boston. So
0: you had beaten out everybody in Michigan and the surrounding – not the surrounding states, but everybody in Michigan, and then you went on to the yeah. nationals. Yeah, and
1: Pittsburgh – or Pittsburgh. Um, I quali- You have to qualify for the nationals. So in 2004, I qualified for Pittsburgh. I was number one in Michigan in my age group, so I qualified. I mean, I guess we'll start from the beginning, so – broken down into age groups 50 to 54 55 to 59 60 to 64 so on so on so Mm -hmm. on and um, if you finish in the top three you make the finals if you run if you run a minimum time you make the finals. so my goal was always to run the minimum time to make the finals the olympics are held every two years on the um The odd number of years, so they're held every two years, 2005, 2007, 2009, 2011, 2013, 15, 17, 19 was last year. Mm -hmm. Um, I made the the finals for last year um, to compete in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, This year I've already qualified for next year because of Corona, because of Rona. If you qualified in 2019, you automatically qualify for 2021 next year in Fort Lauderdale. So I've already qualified for that. So I'll be running. That's the one. That's the big major one next year. Um, yeah, so I'm ready for that. So that's what I'm going to be training for next year in Fort Lauderdale. Um, so, yeah, that's basically the senior Olympics. Um, that's how I got into it. And then I've been competing every... I tried to I tried to compete every year, you know that they had them. Um, there were a few years there where I missed a few years, or a couple times I missed because I wasn't feeling well. Mm-hmm. Um, I got uh, got into some uh, personal things with depression and uh, anxiety over my brother dying and uh, over right. your uncle dying, and uh, that took a big toll on me. So. Um, yeah, I had a mis... It was a long recovery from that and the problems that it caused, um, that in connection with working too hard. Um, yeah, because
0: I know when you were um, doing all that traveling for your one job you had, that's uh, was, that was one of the years. That was probably... That was 13. Uh, when was that? I don't have that right now, but I know you were doing all kinds of traveling back and forth from Georgia and your anxiety was through the roof, stress level for work, and you finally stepped back. Found, found a better job that was a little bit closer to home. And that's when you, is that when you started kicking more ass and... and yeah, that's and when training. I got back
1: into it. I was, yeah, I missed, it uh, would have been 2000. I competed in 2011 because that's when I was working at Grinders Clearinghouse.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And then, yeah, so I competed in 2011. That was in San Francisco. Um,
0: came back from San Francisco with a second place medal?
1: We finished,
0: our relay team finished...
1: A relay team finished fourth nationally. I puzzled look on my face
0: because I was
1: unable to attend, so. Yeah. <laughs> Our uh, 4 by 100 relay team finished fourth in the nation. Okay. And that, those relay teams are open. They're not age group, uh, they're not age grouped. They're open. So you could have four guys that are 50 against, you know, four guys that are 60. Wow. So we had it spread out where, um. Bruce was the oldest guy. Then I was the second oldest. Then we had, um, we had Bill and I think Ken, and we they were they were, they were just they were fifty at that time, and I think. I think Bruce was fifty nine ish, and I was, kind of in my mid fifties or something. And we ran a really good time. I ran my best hundred meter time ever, uh, running in that
0: relay. So,
1: we did good.
0: Now, have you consistently competed in the same events? Yeah. Or have you lessened your, or lightened your load as you've gotten older? I don't.
1: Older. Yeah, as so I've gotten a little bit older, I don't run the 200 meters anymore. So I've replaced that with the 60 meters and the 50 meters and then the 100 meters. And and then if we can get the relay team together, I'll run the relay. But in 4x1? 4x1, yeah. I don't run, I can't run the 200 anymore. I'm just not, I'm going to give it a shot in, in some workouts and see if I can, uh, i could still do it but that takes a lot out of you when you're when you get older and i think the hundred meters is about as far as i want to go these days because that's just the right distance for going all out and then not blowing up your whole body at least for me anyway because sprinting is a whole different ball game it's basically think of it as um think of it as your car you just floor your car it's like you know like the drag racing you just floor it you never know what's gonna go. You know, you right. know. You never know what's gonna pop, what's gonna blow up, <laughs> what's gonna. You never know. when, when sprinting it's, it's the same way, man. And even elite yeah. athletes, you know, they get injured, they hurt themselves, and. But as you get older, you, it's it's a whole new ball game. You have to be very aware of everything because it's real easy to get injured when you're.
0: Especially with the the quick start and everything, you pull muscles. Yeah, you because you're
1: doing and... you're at such a um, aggressive level of intensity mm-hmm. that when you get older you know you got to be very careful well even when you're younger you got to be careful So you got to train right and just do all the right things so that's basically you know the senior olympics and that's pretty much what i do uh run in the senior olympics and um, try to compete and do the best i can and i train to be the best i can and when i when I run, I do the best I can, and then if doing my best gets me anywhere or I win a medal or I place or whatever I do, then so be it. That's what happens. If I don't, I know I've done my best, and that's all that counts.
0: And you've instilled that into me and and Larry, uh, my younger brother, um, as well. We go out, we do the best we can. Larry's a natural runner, much like you are. I have to work a little harder at it, but it's that mindset that you put in us To just go out, do the best that you can, and uh, even if it takes you 18 years to finally place in your age group and the run you've been doing for 23 years, you know, you don't let that discourage you, and that's something that... uh...
1: No, what keeps me going, though, really, is in Michigan, I I am constant. I've never finished less than third in Michigan. Wow. And I'm usually number one in my age group. Um, The last race I ran in, I finished second, Um, but I wasn't... I wasn't totally at my best. I had just gotten over a bad hamstring pull. Remember that? Just you saw that. That was um, so. I had just gotten over that, and I had just uh, that was my first race back after tearing that thing, and um, so I wasn't at a hundred percent. I was probably at I don't know, probably ninety five percent. I still finished second, so that was good. You know, no biggie, Bam. and um, so that's what keeps me going because I figure if I'm at ninety five percent. I can finish second and beat everybody else, then I'm good. Um, when I'm at 100%, there's nobody in Michigan that can beat me. Um, nationally, it's just, man, there's some really fast guys, man, in all the age groups. So my best nationally, uh, I finished um, I finished ninth again one year. I missed the finals by two-tenths of a second. Oh, wow. And uh, that's been my best. So that doesn't I've sound as like a lot, but that two-tenths been,
0: in the sprint is...
1: Yeah, it's still, it's not a lot. No, in a sprint though, it'll be enough to, you know, someone else will beat you. But um, yeah, as long as I can stay in the top, as long as I can stay in the top ten or top fifteen in the nation, I'll keep competing. And as long as I can stay number one to three in Michigan, I'll keep <laughs> competing. Um, you know, but so far. You know, I've been in the top ten, top fifteen in the whole country in my age group, so.
0: I mean, if you're still able to compete at that that high level, I mean, there's no sense. I mean, unless your body tells you otherwise, there's no yeah, sense. and as you it. get
1: older, you get. Yeah, your body does talk sometimes. Tell you, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and um, so. That's why it's a whole, uh, whole process of you gotta, you gotta eat right. You gotta get enough rest. You gotta train right, and you gotta put all that together, and you gotta try to peak at the right time. And when you get older, man, it's really like a puzzle where you have to put it all together and get it all going at the right time. And if you leave one little thing out, or you do one thing half-ass, or you don't do this, or you don't do that, something can something can give, and you're not gonna do.
0: That leads exactly into what... the next thing I was gonna ask. Um, You said you've already qualified for 2021 because of the RONA. Yeah, because of Um, RONA. Now, how far out will you start your race training? Um, Like I said, for... mm,
1: What is this month here now? we got October, so we've got November, December, November, December, January, February. Yeah, so sometime around November ish end of november ish okay i'll start my indoor training at the gym where i'll be lifting like doing a lot of leg work for mm-hmm. my legs as far as weights go um doing a lot of uh, plyometrics jumping on jumping up jumping down um skipping hopping doing skipping, all that hopping time- jumping put things picking down yeah picking things up putting <laughs> things down yeah Lot of, lot of, a lot more weight training than when I start my, uh, my sprint drills and sprint workouts, which usually come sometime around April because that's when the weather um, changes and then it gets warm enough out where you can go outside right. and start doing your drills. So um, up until then, I'll be indoors. I'll be using the treadmill as far as I just crank them babies up as fast as they can go. And um, show off when I when I want to <laughs> sprint, I just crank them up as fast as they can go, and um, use that. The only thing I don't like about the treadmills is I can't get my stride length, can't get my stride length yeah, to its right. maximum yeah. stride length when I'm on the treadmill. Um, but that's what you have to sacrifice when you're when you're in a cold, cold weather states, and you don't have a indoor track you can go to. But yeah, so to answer your question, sometime around November I'll start training again. But it won't be I won't be doing any uh, well I can't say I won't be doing any. Um, any speed work because I'll be using the treadmills.
0: Come run with me outside in the wintertime. Get you some winter gear, come run some 5K's with me. No, that's <laughs> not gonna do it.
1: Um, those days for me are over. No, will you running well, out in the cold. <laughs> no. But yeah, so like I said, like I'll start over all, you know, probably around November end of november but between now and then i'll be working out i won't be training but i'll be right i work i work out every day day. Five or if i work out five days a week and even when i'm training i try i train five days a week and then i rest on the weekends and then but now i'm gonna try to you know work out every day just but i won't be training but like i said come into november i'll start training again but it'll be indoors things are a little bit different like a lot of weight training will be incorporated and a lot of uh, a lot of core work and stuff and so I'll, I'll lose this in no time at all. You'll give it all to me. Yeah and then you know so then um, you do I'll do that I'll probably train for three four months indoors um, like I say incorporating weights and different things still doing some speed work on the treadmills and then as soon as the weather breaks, I'll be out at the tracks doing the speed drills, doing the sprint drills, doing all the stuff you do out on a track that you can't do indoors. You got to get out. You got to get out. You got to The only way to get faster or to stay fast is to actually get out and run fast. <laughs> there are things you can do to prep yourself to get ready to run fast, but if you want to be a sprinter, the only way to get faster is to run fast and to run fast all the time. So, that's That's basically the plan from now until, you know, November, and then from November till, um, till November, till April or so when the, when the track, when the weather breaks and the track is open outdoors, then I'll be training five days a week at the track, back off on the weights, and, um, not to completely back off on the weights, but back off on the, on the, uh, a lot of the weight training, but still do a little bit, and then, train all through the summer, try to compete through the summer Mm -hmm. in different meets, and then try to peak near the end of the summer for Fort Lauderdale. And I'm pretty confident that that's going to all work out. Um, Hopefully, Try to stay injury-free or whatever.
0: Hopefully we can, uh, at least some of us, will be able to travel down there. And and hopefully there will be some other meets
1: that we can... That I could go to and you guys can come, but well, we all know, try I'm to sure.
0: make the local meets. You know, you gotta yeah. you gotta support your family. Yeah,
1: I'll uh, I'll probably run in the in the Michigan Olympics next year summer. So there's another meet I'll okay. be running in. I'll be running in the Michigan Winter Olympics. That's in. Uh, that's in February. So those are
0: all indoors. That's a stupid question, folks. Yeah, they're all <laughs> they're
1: all indoors. Um, the well, the Michigan one will be in the summertime. It'll just be in the earlier summer, where the national meets in the late summer. The Indoors, the Winter Olympics are, the Michigan Winter Olympics are indoors over at Macomb. And, um, and what events will you be
0: competing in there? The same ones you'll be doing in Fort yeah.
1: Lauderdale? I'll probably compete in, 100 in the, the 100 and the 60 in the Winter Olympics. And then, unfortunately, when I go to Fort Lauderdale, I'm only going to be running the 60. Because I could, I wanted to qualify for the 100 this year. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have the Rona. Oh, so we,
0: yeah, we didn't have the...
1: And I didn't run the 119. I, oh, only okay. ran the, I only ran the sixty.
0: Well, you know, qualifying for one on the national stage is better than none. You still get to go represent Michigan as oh, yeah. the senior Olympic qualifier for Michigan. Well, then I was going to go to
1: Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wisconsin and run. and try. Yeah, to- we
0: were supposed to go. I remember you asked you called me. It was like a quick 30-second call. Billy, we're going to Wisconsin. I have to run. Bye. And I didn't know if he was saying he had to run off the phone. No. Or... <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, they canceled that too. So anyway,
0: yeah, that was a little, that was a little bit of a bummer because that would been a I nice was, drive over to Wisconsin to yeah,
1: because I was going to qualify for. Uh, I was going to qualify for the hundred there.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure you would.
1: have But it. Let, let's let's back up because like, facts matter and uh, we want to be factual. They did not. They didn't cancel Wisconsin. I had a little tweak in my uh, I tweaked my Achilles about ten days before, and it just was not getting better. And so I decided and rather than risk hurting it more, mm-hmm. I, I backed out of Wisconsin. But yeah, was I remember my
0: mom telling me that when I had asked you were having trouble walking for a little while and it was because of the Achilles. Obviously you you, you made it fine with just your walker coming in.
1: Yeah. Ah. Yeah, I used I d left my walker at the door so I didn't have to use it coming in here. But yeah, rather than risk, I don't know, blowing it out or I mean, hurting and, it more. I, I
0: don't I, mean this to sound, you know, mean, but at your age, an injury to your Achilles or an injury of that nature that that would take forever. Yeah, if I to recover from
1: if you if I blow out my Achilles or hurt my Achilles, um, I'm probably done. I probably can't yeah. recover from that. Yeah,
0: he did the smart thing and uh, backed off and, and didn't compete. It's but still hey, a
1: little tender to this to this day, but I can still I can still work out. Yeah, but I think you with
0: know, all that's... the plyometrics that you're gonna do, you know, through the winter and the weight training and stuff like that, that'll only strengthen it. So when you do get back yeah, outside and get on the blocks and get on the track,
1: it was a little bit of an overuse. I was getting uh, I was doing a lot of speed work, a lot of speed work, a lot of speed work.
0: He doesn't like to rest, folks. He's, he's and, a yeah.
1: So it just it just got to the point where it got real it got i could walk on it pretty good but one day i i, I actually woke up i couldn't walk like your mom said i couldn't walk it was real real tender and re- but then after a while it got warmed up and it was able to walk on it but then when i got out on the track and i tried to r- sprint on it mm-hmm. wow. no walking and sprinting are t- <laughs> two different things <laughs> so that didn't work so i decided to just not do anything and let it heal up and I went to the doctor for it. She said, "Just rest it, ice it. You know the same old thing you gotta do." So I did, and it's kind of much better now. It's really doesn't bother me at all right now. That's good. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be fine. Not worried about it at all. So you know, gotta stay in shape. You know, um, get ready. So as an
0: as an old man who is retired, do you have any advice for anyone else? that's old that's looking to get active or how, how should they because obviously you can't, you can't jump, jump into <laughs> compete in the senior olympics no and um, since you've been no, active your entire life
1: you know i designed a fitness program for older people it's called fitness for you okay and basically Tell us a little bit about that so basically fitness for you is a program that i developed that it just it lets um you be in control of your fitness program you don't care what what other athletes do you don't care what the celebrities do you don't care what the pro athletes do um your fitness is for you you do what you want to do you do what you like to do i don't care if you like to push a shopping cart around the parking lot if that's what you like to do then that's what you do and then i give. see like a lot of people think like fitness is only for like athletes or for the celebrities or you know but anybody can be um Knowledgeable about fitness and know what to do and know the right things to do and know how to control their diet and know how to eat right and it's not just um, it's not just relegated to the to the you know the fitness gurus you see on TV and those people don't use those those people spend hours and hours in the gym to look like that you're never gonna look like that unless that's what you do for a living and you spend five six hours a day in the gym um for an average person you're never going to look like that okay forget it i don't care if you're a man or a woman yeah or you know you whatever <laughs> but anyway what I'm, my point is fitness is a very individual thing and then my so my program is geared toward you you design your own program i teach you to be um a little more knowledgeable about fitness. I teach you some basics about fitness. And then I give you a mindset that fitness is a mindset. Healthy eating is a mindset. You have to change the way you do things. It's a life uh a life change. It's not something you do one day and not the next. Um it's just a way of living. And my program just teaches you, like I said, some basics about fitness and then you get to choose what you like to do. How long you want to do it. I give you some basics on all this kind of stuff. Um, and do you have a
0: website for this or anything? that?
1: Uh... I do not have a website, but I have It's called Fitness, Fitness for, you. for You. And uh, maybe I'll give you my, you can put my email down. And if anybody you. wants to email about email me about Fitness For okay. You, I've got... Um, Be sure it,
0: to put that in the uh, description when I post the video. Yeah, you
1: know, I have, uh, I, I can, can put, put my down. whole program on a thumb drive. Um... I have a little key-shaped thumb drive that says um, Fitness for You, um, Your Key to Fitness. Get it? It's shaped like
0: a key. Um, you designed so, this program yeah, I just, a little bit before you retired, but you were still competing in the Senior Olympics at the time. Oh, yeah. So you you were making this program as you were competing at that high level, but you were making it for the average, no pun intended, Joe. Yeah. Yep. Get it? Joe. I get it. Uh, yeah. His name's Joe. <sniffs> I know. Lame Joe. Anyway, yeah, I did.
1: I, um, I, um, I don't, or I didn't design it for um, people to be able to use it and then jump right in to compete at the senior Olympic level. No, um, it starts out, just to give you an example, it starts out very basic for people who have never done anything before, mm-hmm. you know, showing them how to, um, you know, get their target heart rate and going out maybe for 15 minutes to start. You know um and then working their way up take you through each stage and um you know if you, you want only want to do 15 minutes, minutes a, day, a day and then, then that's, that's what you do if you only want to do you want to do a half hour a day or work up to, to a half to a hour a day or an hour a day whatever you want to do it's up to you you know fitness for you you know your fitness is uh, an individual thing for you um yeah you're, you're, not, gonna, you're not gonna you're not gonna start, start on day one Uh, of a fitness program and do P90X if you've never exercised a day in your life Mm -hmm. no No, I'm not not railing on P90X but P90X is not meant for someone who's never exercised before it's meant for someone who's already in shape and wants to get in better shape that's not my program my program takes you from from having been doing nothing to being able to sustain a program and an eating habit for the rest of your life
0: Basically. and this approach has helped you in your training too Oh, yeah, and it's, it's basically, basically what, what fitness to you is based on. It's your approach to
1: yeah. It's my approach to fitness, but my, my like, like I said at the, said at the beginning, beginning, my my workouts and my training is very, very specific. Mm-hmm. Just like any, any other sprinters, sprinter's training program, program is very, specific. it's very sport specific. I'm training. I'm s- trained specifically to do two, two things. things. To get from point A to point B in the 60 meters and get to point A to point B in the 100 meters faster than the next guy. That's all I do. That's what I train to do. Now, that's not what the average person is going to want to do. They don't probably care how fast they can get from point A to point B. And they don't need to. And they might not like to do that kind of stuff. They may not like to. Maybe they want to ride a bike. Maybe they want to dance. Maybe they want to surf. Maybe they want to push a shopping cart through the parking lot. Who knows? Maybe they want to roller skate. Maybe they want to. uh, Maybe they want to cut their grass every day. Who who knows what they want to do? It's all somebody
0: up and moving. Exactly.
1: It's all about what's best for them. Who cares what Jane Fonda does or what any of those fitness gurus do? You're not them, and you're not going to get the same results as them. Because on every one of those fitness programs, they say results may vary. My fitness program. I don't say your results will vary. Your results will be your results. You will get the results of what you put into it. So your results will not vary because your results are your results and they don't vary from anything. But on all these other fitness programs, yeah, your results will vary because you, you know, whatever. I don't make that disclaimer in my program.
0: That's a good approach to working out. Whatever works for you, it gets you up and moving. Get in that mindset and, and and just push, push yourself to, to do that. Right, and I've had
1: this program for a while. I just uh, you know takes takes money to market the, things or to get the word out and.
0: But, but whatever. we are in the digital age. In yes, the we are. Age of the social medias.
1: Yeah, and then all you know word small, of mouth and things like that. that.
0: You know, I can put your contact information. You know, with questions for fitness you know, don't be sure to yeah. And plug I all that stuff with your permission. Yeah, and I think
1: even in the program that I yeah, you would get there. I think my email's in there. If you have any questions or anything you could ask me, and um, I'm not uh, well, I was at one time certified fitness instructor, but I'm not anymore. I haven't renewed my
0: certification,
1: but I've been doing this. What the hell are you doing? You're retired. You got all the time in the world. Yeah, no. Um, I've been doing this for a long, long time, so I know pretty much all the ins and outs of it. Um, I know what I know all the I know all the hot supplements that you that they say to take and. Well, that's another thing. We could talk about that. If you want to talk about some supplements, I don't take supplements. Except for I take, how many do I take? I take vitamin D. And I take uh, vitamin D. And I take a pre and a probiotic with vitamin B. That's all in one capsule. So that's two. And then I have PIA enzymes that I take whenever I need them because it aids in digestion. And uh, those, yeah, those, those are the only three I take because, because
0: those... Chewable Flintstone vitamins. Yeah, because those three,
1: actually, I ha- I can, to myself, I can prove that they work. Papaya enzyme works every time I take it. I know the pre and the probiotics work and vitamin B is uh, good for your immune system and things like that. So I know that that, that, that works because um, I just know that my ju- digestion is good and my... Um, He's regular, folks. That's yeah, what I was going to say. say. I'm regular. regular. <laughs> and then what was the other Oh, the vitamin D. The vitamin D I know works because every time I get my blood work done, my vitamin D levels are um, right, right where, where they're supposed, supposed to, be. to be. And if, pretty much if you don't take vitamin D and you live in Michigan, you're going to have low vitamin D. So you need, probably everybody in Michigan should be supplementing your vitamin D. But So I know that those three supplements work, but that's just for me. They may not work for you. That's why I don't recommend anything. I recommend them for me. I don't recommend them for you. I just put it all out there in my program because that's what I take. And I don't recommend them to anybody. I don't recommend any brand names. I don't recommend any of that stuff. Um, What I do is teach you enough to know where to go to look for all this stuff, get some knowledge. And, you know, you got the internet, you got the interweb, you can. You can, has, th- have, have, has you can look it all up. Everybody knows that. Even the older people yeah. know. You know, to go on there, they yeah. can look yeah. it all up. Don't. don't my, my only recommendation right. is don't take something because somebody recommended it to to you. Do your own research. You know, and find out all this stuff for yourself.
0: That's the best thing you can do. Take advice, but it's always good to do your own research. Um, so that's
1: you know that's, that's what, what I, do. I do. That's what I take. Um, I do take. Um, when I'm when I'm training when I'm doing my uh, when I'm doing a lot of weights and I do a lot of uh, speed work out at the track I do take a creatine supplement but not everybody wants to take a creatine supplement but I find that it it helps get helps me get through a workout um, you just seem to have a little more seem to have a little more drive and a little more energy when I take yeah. that stuff I mean it might not work for everybody but I don't even know the brand I take I just take a creatine supplement. I know I'm not taking it now. Probably won't. I won't start taking that again until November. Until you
0: start yeah. Training
1: a little bit more. Right. Right now I'm just. Right now I'm just working out probably an hour a day. Just kind of maintaining stuff.
0: until you start pushing. A yeah. Bit like more.
1: yesterday. I didn't work out today because I knew I was coming here. I'd be at the gym right now if I wasn't doing this. But I. um
0: I was supposed to run today too, but. Oh, uh, so know, yesterday I, really
1: I, I worked work out. Work. What did I do yesterday? yesterday? I spent, uh, I spent like 30, I think it's I spent like 35, 35 minutes on the, on the bike. And then I spent the rest of the time, I did a couple sprints on the treadmill and then I spent the rest of the time. Um, I did some light leg work. I just did like one set of yeah. two different exercises and then I did, a, I did some stretching um, I did some core work, some really light core work, and that was it. And that took an hour. And they don't have the damn showers shower, on at the that gyms. That None that of the gyms have showers now. It's shower, retarded. Get old, stinky. No, I couldn't shower. Sink on I, my, my my fancy couch, couch in the studio. I, uh, I took a Polish shower, man. I washed up in the sink <laughs> at the gym. <laughs> I had to do that when we went camping because <laughs> the, the showers, shower's were working. It, uh, it, it kind of summer. So my third, I usually take a thirty to forty minute long shower at the gym but yeah, nice, I a lot. as I can, it's as hot nice. as I can stand it to keep. Man, that really loosens all my muscles yeah. up, and it's really I miss that, man. Hell, and another, another thing, if you uh, uh, if you're working out a lot and you're not necessarily training for an event, but you work out a lot and you do it regularly, you should get a massage. You should get a full body massage every once a month or so. Yeah, it's great. What do do with this? I don't like them. Did you have a girl do it? Yes. I was gonna I, say. I know, I know the the benefits of them. I just don't. Because a lot of the, the guys, guys that do it, do it they're, they're, their hands too, their hands are too, their hands are too strong, and they, sometimes it hurts.
0: it's just the oils and it's. Like, ugh. No. But I know I, I know they're good for you, and it is a good. It is good advice. I could probably use a massage with all the running I do because this. Yeah, is not it's my really hair. good. Um, really good
1: for you, even if you. You know, even if you're just doing normal exercise to stay healthy, and you're just you know doing to maintain your health, and there's a big difference between you know exercising, exercising for health and or exercising for a sport or a or an event that you're going to be doing. Like most people would be exercising just to maintain their health because it's good for you to do it. It's good exercise is good for you. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it's been proven in like eight million studies that exercise is good for you. So, but even then, you should get a massage. Try to get a massage regularly. Right, once fine, a I'll
0: think about it, but I'm not making any promises. Well,
1: I, you couldn't really. I haven't had one in months because of the Rona.
0: Oh, that's right. So yeah, now I think uh, uh,
1: I think now you're allowed okay. to have them now. So okay. I can probably make an appointment to get mine. But yeah, I haven't had one since what March? March, yeah, March, March thirteenth. It was Friday. And she just opened up the gyms, uh, what three weeks ago? So the, yeah, yeah, it was pretty, pretty recent. So, yeah, so that's, I miss my massages, too. I miss my long showers. I miss my massages.
0: Oh. You just miss the whole routine that you had established. Yeah, I definitely had a definite you, routine, man. When you work out and you train. and When, when I'm training, training, it was it's all routine. And the slightest thing can throw it all off and make you not feel accomplished or make it not like you had your full workout because even loosening up those muscles and yeah s- stretching afterwards it's especially like,
1: going to the track every day it was it almost was like almost, almost the same, same time every day. day and this man this past summer you talk about Michigan weather man we had the greatest summer of ever in we Michigan. didn't
0: have a really good summer man
1: every day it was 80 degrees and sunny 80 degrees and sunny I didn't miss one workout at the track because of rain well it rained one day I had started my workout, and then it It got clouded clouded down, down and it rained a little bit, Mm -hmm. and then it cleared up, and then I continued. But that was the only day out of all those days in the summer. And I I work out every every single day, five days a week at the track. I don't miss a day of uh, speed work on the track or sprint drills on the track. Five days a week, and that was five days of... Beautiful weather this year in Michigan. It was great.
0: a real good summer. Now it's coming to an end, and it's dark outside, and it's only 7.30.
1: Yeah, it's only uh, 7.30, it's dark, and um, I'm wearing sunglasses. (laughs) Blues Brothers.
0: I don't have anything to ask. You answered everything and gave us some good information. Um, did, did you, you have, have anything else, else any other advice, advice you want to give to anybody who's looking to work out or anyone in your age group? Uh, to, no, I just want, want to, to say
1: kind of, of, you know, age is a relative thing, you know, don't worry about age. Um, we'll say, say, though, if you're older you and you're just getting, gets... if you just want to start an exercise program, um, yeah, you really do need, they, they always say it, but it, but it is history. true. You need you to check it. with a doctor first or go to a doctor Make sure that you're uh, physically um, able to start a fitness program, and then once you get to the okay, then you can do it. Don't just jump into it if you have, if you've been doing it all along for many, many years, you're you're cool. Um, but if you've been off for a long time and haven't exercised, don't just jump right back into it if you're older. You know, you gotta. That would even go for younger people too, but not so much having to go to the doctor. But Older people really need to take that into consideration. Or seniors, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend just jumping into a, jumping into a program, uh, without getting checked out first. It always, you know, makes good sense to do that.
0: Well, there you have it, folks, from an engineer to a retired person to so a senior Olympian, published author. You heard it here first in the soup can. Thank you for coming on and answering the question Soup No O with Joe. That's right. If you look right there, you can wave to the camera and say, Okay, later. See ya. See Bye. ya. Bye. Again, thank you, Joe. Um, any, and anytime, I'll um, be more than happy uh, to have you on here again. And It was, it was a, a pleasure good. talking with you. And I learned some stuff about my dad I didn't know. Until next time, Soup No O with you. Later. Sprinkled confections. If you have a wedding, a birthday, a retirement party coming up, or are you just looking for a delicious sweet treat, well, look no further than Sprinkled Confections to handle all your cake and cupcake needs. Contact Katherine Williams on Facebook at cats.sprinkled.confections, on Instagram at sprinkled.confections. Sprinkled Confections, delivering delicious.